Hello and welcome to Season 2 of The Push Podcast. This is the podcast where we explore the real stories behind what makes entrepreneurs and business owners the successes they are today. I am Jack Ferguson, a small business growth strategist, and I will be your host. I believe the best way to learn and be inspired is to listen to the experiences and stories of those you respect. They're real experiences. They're real story, warts and all. Honest storytelling is what this is all about. Show notes can be found at bethepush.com forward slash podcast. And don't forget to hit subscribe wherever you are listening to this. Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast where we share real stories from real business owners. Today, we are deviating away from the usual interview style episode and instead of having someone else share their story, I'm going to share a personal story about how I got an old business off the ground. So, let's begin. I want to take you back in time to when I was a young buck trying to sell guitar lessons. I'd played guitar since I was around 10 years old and wanted to make some extra money selling lessons. Unfortunately, I didn't have any customers, which is where every business starts. Being young and relatively new to business, I didn't know how to get any customers. And being relatively young again, I didn't have much money, so couldn't invest in an expensive campaign either. And even if I had the money to invest in marketing, I would have stuffed it up back then. So, what do you do if you have no money, no awareness, and no customers? Well, I guess you get creative. And while I wasn't sure what would work, I had a few ideas. My first idea was to partner up with a guitar shop. I figured they get customers who come through the door needing guitars, and maybe some of them would need lessons, so they would have people they could refer me to. So I figured, let's go talk to a couple of guitar shops. Makes sense, right? And I still remember walking into that first shop. My plan was to find someone who works there and then let them know I'm a teacher and see if they will refer people to me. I do cringe a little as I recount this story because I walked into the shop and I remember being very nervous about pitching this to an employee. So what did I do? I procrastinated for an hour. I was too scared to talk to anyone, so I just pretended I was interested in the guitars on the wall and was secretly probably hoping someone would come up and talk to me. Now, this is where you can have the plan, but when you're in the actual situation and you have some social anxiety kick in, and it's the first time you've ever done something like this, the emotional response is what I hadn't planned for. And it's still something I consider to this day. When I think about something, I ask, do I have the emotional bandwidth for this? Now, while I would go straight up to an employee today and talk to them about it, I still know my limitations. And I guess this is the benefit of experience. Your decisions are better informed and you can factor in more variables to ensure your plan is realistic. But I finally mustered up the courage to go and talk to someone, probably because of the time pressure I was under. It was just on closing time. And lo and behold, they were actually quite receptive to what I had to say. However, they asked for some value in return. Again, being young and naive, I didn't factor that in. They wanted me to refer my students to them if they were going to buy guitars and equipment. Fair enough. And I said, no worries. But internally, I was thinking, well, all my students are probably going to come from you, so I don't know how I'm going to give this value back. I went and did the same thing with another retailer. 
procrastinated less the second time around and had them agree to promote me. But in this case, they didn't ask for value back. What a win. What a relief, I thought. Now, fast forward a couple of weeks and the first shop gave me my first referral. Except it wasn't exactly what I wanted. The potential student was after tuition in a genre I could teach, but didn't really want to teach. So I knocked them back and I told them the type of students I wanted to work with. They clarified it. And in hindsight, my communication was probably entitled and abrupt. I suspect from this moment on, I was put in the too hard basket as his business didn't have interest in excessively screening students just to please me. I never heard from them again. Fast forward another few weeks and I was starting to think that this strategy wasn't going to work. I had no students and I'd had no more communication. Of course, I hadn't followed up with them either, but being young and all, I didn't realize how busy people get and how easily you are forgotten. So this didn't work out. What next, I thought. My next idea was to create little flyers and put them in the letterboxes of the people around me. Not a very targeted approach, but at least I could do it. And let's be honest, I wouldn't have to actually talk to anyone. And that was part of the appeal. Now, I made these flyers on my computer at home. They didn't look any good, just had my details and what I was offering on them. And I used my home printer to print out tons of them. From memory, I had about six to eight flyers per A4 page. So I proceeded to cut them all out, which took a few hours. And then I walked around for a whole afternoon dropping them in letterboxes, which took another few hours. So there was a whole day I spent there just on these little flyers. Let's hope it worked. It's interesting that when you try something, you always learn something. As I was targeting richer people, I wanted people with money to pay full price for my lessons. That meant I was wanting to put flies into letterboxes of those living on the water and with obvious nice houses. The problem? A lot of these people have no junk mail signs on their letterbox, which I found out through this process means it is illegal for you to put unaddressed mail into it. I figured my flies didn't count as addressed mail, so I had to walk around quite a while longer to put all of them out and find these letterboxes that I was allowed to put my little flies into. After sweating and walking around for hours, I came home content that I had put hundreds of flies out into the world. And would you believe it, I actually did get a response over the next couple of days from this. In the email this person sent to me, I still remember them saying, I got your little flyer in the mail. Yeah, they actually said little. <laughs> but who cares, right? I got a customer and it just went to show that sometimes you just need to take a step, whatever that looks like. The three main lessons I took out of this exercise was that number one, when you're asking for help or looking to partner up with someone, ensure you put the time and effort into showing them that they are appreciated. Be careful about how idealistic you are when you don't have much to offer in return. And really make sure you nurture the relationship instead of expecting all benefits without reciprocal effort. The second lesson I learned was that when you try things, you learn things. In this case, I learned all about the legalities of putting flies into mailboxes. So that was something I learned from doing this. And number three is a lesson I just touched on before. Now, on the US version of Shark Tank, one of the sharks, Damon John, has a saying, and he says, what is the next affordable step? 
That's a question he asks people regularly. In my case, I took the next affordable step. Though imperfect, it yielded a result. And I'll finish the episode with a simple question. Is there something you could do in your business that while it is not ideal, will get you moving in the right direction? What is your next affordable step? Whatever it is, consider taking it. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Push Podcast. Show notes can be found at bethepush.com forward slash podcast and clicking on the relevant episode link. Remember to subscribe and I look forward to talking to you again soon.